Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. So tender. Thank you, thank you. Precious, thank you. Not Good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning, good morning, beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Your mercy. Good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. There is none like. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I hope as you're logging on and you're hearing No Greater Love by Fred Hammond, that you just kind of quiet yourself and position yourself in this atmosphere and just receive God's love for you. Um, Pastor Freeman, Karen Freeman said it best. She said it's a, it's a, it's funny because she says love the atmosphere of worship, but love is setting the atmosphere of worship. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 Lord. No greater love. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Andrea, don't make me hunt you down. <laughs> it means I ain't seen you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Just, man, come on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your love. 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 
Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for how much you loved me. Thank you for how much you love me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Father God, we thank you. Thank you. For me, there is no greater. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. There is none greater. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There is none greater. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, my God. Your mercy. Tender. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. 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 Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're going to sit in that just a minute longer. If you are just logging on, the song that is playing is No Greater Love by Fred Hammond. And it is such a powerful, like it's such a powerful song. And I just want you to meditate for just one more minute in his love, like in, in nothing else but his love, like center yourself and focus yourself on his love. And if you never understood the capacity of his love or received his love, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. If you don't know what that love of measure of love looks like, it's okay. I'm praying something specific. The Holy Spirit is ministering to you. Just close your eyes. Don't, don't worry about who's coming in. Don't worry about who's saying good morning. Don't worry who's about on the who's on the devotional. Just sit and let the Holy Spirit minister to you for just a few more minutes, just a little bit. God's love for you, just his love. There's nothing more powerful his love. Let the Holy Spirit coach you through what it's like to receive, know, and understand God's love. Like focus, just close your eyes, take a deep breath in, release it, take another deep breath in, release it. Mm. Mm. Thank you. Take another deep breath in. Release it. Just release it slow. You are loved. 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 You are so precious to God. You are so precious to him. If you coming in, just close your eyes for a minute. Just close your eyes. We just closing our eyes. We just receiving God's love for us today. Receive his love for you today. Lord, I'm receiving your love for me today. Don't worry about who's in. You can say good morning in a minute. You can say good morning. Just focus for a minute. Put your mind on love. If you've never, let him love on you for a minute. Let him 
Tell him how much he loves you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Breathe him in. Breathe him in. I know some of you can't conceive this. It's okay, you will soon. Just breathe that in for a second. Breathe in God's love for you this second. I know it's, un it's not imaginable. Thank you, Jesus. We welcome you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you. We welcome you today. We welcome you in this presence today. We welcome your love today. We welcome you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Now just begin to thank God for his love. Lord, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your unfailing love. We thank you, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that they receive your love today, that they open their hearts, they open their hearts, they unclog their minds to receive your love today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There is no greater love. There is no greater love. There is no greater love. There is none. There is none. There is none. And we thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Just begin to thank him for his love. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you are just logging on, you probably need to go back and get this. Get. We are just basking in God's love. Like we are just filling and feeding on his love as if it's sunshine. It's the fresh dew in the morning. We thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your never, <laughs> your unending never ends. Thank you for your love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just a few more seconds. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. Thank you. 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 Thank you for your love. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We were born in love. Thank you. Thank you for your spirit of peace that is invading your people right now as we speak. And I cast off the spirit of oppression. There has been an oppressive spirit that has been looming this morning and we cast the spirit of oppression back to the pits of hell from which it came. You cannot be amongst your people. They will not be oppressed. They will not be depressed. They will not. We cast that back to the pits of hell from which it came. And we thank you for your love. Well, good morning. I almost don't want to let that go. Good morning. Good morning. If you just came in, my God, I swear the spirit of love is here. And I swear the spirit of the Lord is here. So now say your good mornings. Um, now you can say your good mornings. Just my God, I feel it. 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 My God, if you're just coming in, I you you need to go back. You need to go back in. 
just go back when we get shut down and just get what God gave to us this morning. It was so precious. And it was so powerful. It was just so precious. So now you can say your good mornings. Good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversation with Lakeisha. The song we just played was No Greater Love by Fred Hammond. And I thank you, Lord, for all you are. And I thank you, Lord, for all you're doing. And I thank you for a spirit of peace. And I thank you for your greatness among the body. Now show us your glory, Lord God. Manifest your glory in our lives today. Let us experience your glory like never before. Father God, I thank you. Pastor Freeman, are you still on here? I just want to speak a blessing over your life today. I thank you, Father. I thank you, woman of God, for continuing to labor amongst the body. I thank you, Father. I thank you, woman of God. I thank you, Father, for Pastor Freeman. I thank you for her. I thank you. Thank you for Karen Freeman. I thank you for her. I thank you for her sacrifices. I thank you for all you've called her to be. I thank you for expanding her ministry. I thank you for increasing her capacity. I thank you for enlarging her territory. I thank you for who she is in Christ Jesus. I thank you for her consistency. You know her labor of love. You know how she intercedes seeds and how she wore she wore she fares in war for us and I just want to say thank you for her this morning bless her increase her Lord God and increase her capacity Lord God download into her father God every precious spiritual gift and father God I thank you for every earthly possession as well bless her in entrepreneurship bless her in her kingdom assignment let everywhere her feet go be blessed let everything that she put her hands to prosper leg lord god let no weapon formed against her no weapon formed against her prosper lord god i thank you for her kingdom assignment i thank you you're giving her eyes to see i thank you you're giving her ears to hear i thank you that a fresh wind is blowing in her life and if i were you whether your name is karen freeman or not i would be receiving that i would be receiving that i thank you for karen today i thank you you fill her cup i thank you that every dry place that's in her life I thank you that the power of the Holy Spirit is wetting her up today like never, ever, 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 ever. I speak to the dry bones, my God. I speak to the dry places, my God, my God. I prophesy that there will be nothing else dry in your life, my God, my God, my God, the spirit of prophecy, my God, my God, my God, my God, that there will not be another dry place in your life in Jesus name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God, I glorify you. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God. See, y'all don't know the people that labor amongst us. My God, you don't know the people that labor amongst us and how they labor. This woman has been laboring for years, for years, for years. And I just thank you, Lord God, that you are setting order in her life and that it is established 
today that it is established today that everything that she puts her hands to shall prosper for i know that she has a heart like david she is a woman after god's own heart so i thank you father god that you desire a broken and contrite spirit and i thank you that you know karen's heart and i thank you lord god that you are ministering and moving on her behalf, that there are no more delays, Lord God. I thank you, Father God. I thank you. Yeah, Jess, she's an intercessor. She's a laborer amongst us. I thank you for her. She is labored amongst her. She's not selfish in her laboring. She's not selfish in her intercessing. She's not selfish in her prayers. And so let every seed, my God, that you have planted in prayer, this is coming from Lakeisha's mouth, that it be multiplied and increased back unto you woman of God. I love you. I love you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. She is supportive. Um, she is just an amazing woman of God. And I just say, thank you, Karen. I thank you. I thank you for laboring. I thank you for not giving up. I thank you for not falling apart when you can. Nobody knows all the things that you've been through. Nobody knows the struggles. Nobody knows the things that you've pressed out of. Nobody knows the things that even the stuff that you know that you've done, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody knows how you fought to position yourself in righteousness, even though you've received righteousness, how you fought to live out righteousness and how you fight to live holy and how you fight to do what's right. So I thank you for a new season in your life and that the spirit of the Lord is upon you. The spirit of the Lord is upon you and his glory and his face be with you and may it shine upon you like never before. My God, I thank you. 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 If you knew, I'm just going to tell you this and I'm going to get in the word. If you knew about those that labored amongst you, you would, you would honor them differently. I'm just going to be real. Like if you knew about those that interceded, I know that's how I feel. I feel the fire. I feel the fire. If you knew about those that loved you, if you knew about those that prayed for you, if you knew about those that fasted for you, if you really knew Knew what the men and women of God were in your life, you would treat them different. I'm just going to be real. I'm just going to be real. You would honor them differently. You would love them differently. You would not pick them apart. You would not look for their faults. You would not look to magnify their sins. If you knew the warfare that was on the life of those that labored, your pastors, your shepherds, your intercessors, your evangelists, your prophets, your priests, if you knew all that they sacrificed for you, you would treat them different. You would honor them. You would take care of them as the word says, right? You wouldn't, you wouldn't be disdaining them. You wouldn't eat at their table and not honor them. If you really, really knew the labor, the warfare, the sacrifice that's made anytime someone accepts. See one, when, when someone accepts a call in ministry, I don't know why I had to go here, but I did. When someone accepts a call in ministry, they're not accepting a call in ministry for their glory. They're not accepting a call in ministry for their self. They're accepting a call in ministry because God said for such a time as this, that I'm bringing you Lakeisha as a prophet to the nation, or I'm bringing you Lakeisha as a priest to the nation to preach the gospel, to set the captives free, to bring hope, to bring deliverance. Like that's what, if you knew that, 
You would treat every man of God and woman of God differently because you would know what the word says about the priest, about the prophet, about the teacher, about the pastor. You would know and you would begin to honor them and you would never put your mouth on them again. And you would intercede if you saw deficits in their life. If you saw them acting ungodly and you saw them acting outside the will of God, right? You would honor them differently. Um, you will honor them according to them to the word. And so if you don't know what the word says, um, then you need to go to the word and says, and ask the word, how am I supposed to treat those who, um, my pastor, how am I supposed to teach, treat my preacher? How am I supposed to teach, treat those that labor amongst me and give me revelation of this so that I can do this differently? Because when they're called to service, that's the very highest a man can or a woman can see. And it's such a sacred position that most of us dishonor the position that they're gifts to us. And if we don't understand the gifts they are to the body, we'll neglect them will forsake what God has said about them. We will not love them right. We will not encourage them. We will not labor for them in the spirit. We will not understand who they are. We'll take their gifts for granted. We will exploit them. We will uh, mock them. And I know that there are some people who have mocked kingdom. And I know there are some people who have not done kingdom correctly. And I know there are some people who have exploited the body and they are wrong for that. But for those of us that are true and that we are laboring because this is the call on our life, you would, let me give you this scripture. It says, we beseech you brethren to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you to esteem them very highly in love for their work sake, sakes. That's what first Thessalonians 5, 12 and 13 says, right? Esteem them very highly in love, respect them. And you do the same, hold them in high esteem. And I'm just, I'm a set order. If if and then Hebrews 13 and 7 says obey them that have rule over you and submit yourselves for they watch over your souls as they much give an account that they may do it with joy and not with grief for that it is unprofitable for you and so if you get that revelation and that understanding right uh, Proverbs 13 10 says only pride comes with contention so if you are contentions contentious uh, against the man and woman of God, it's because there is pride in you. There is pride in you. So let's set the record straight today. Father God, please forgive us. If there has been any point in our life in which we've been contentious and we did not honor the men and women of God that you called to ministry, Lord God, we will never doubt you again about their call. We will never quit. We will never doubt you again, Father God. And we commit today, we commit now to honor them, Lord God, to not forsake them. Even if they're outside your will, Lord God, we will begin to intercede and pray them back into your will, Lord God. We will hold them precious in your sight, Lord God. We will remember their sacrifices, Father God, because you call them. We will remember the gifts they are to the body and honor that right now in Jesus' name. Amen. And, and in Jesus name. Amen. So that, that, that's that, that, that's that. And taking care of them. I told some friends of mine that pastor and let them and take care of them, take care of them as the Lord tells you to take care of them. Right. Because they're not supposed to 
take care of themselves. If we showing, if they do what they're supposed to be doing, then guess what? You are also responsible to take care of them. So make sure you're taking care of them as well. I, I don't know, but I know the Holy Spirit when he leads me in a place. And I know we need to restore order in the kingdom because we've been too disrespectful where the men and women are God and we've not handled them correctly. We've not handled them with honor. We've not handled them as precious vessel vessels. We've created and handled them as if they just, oh, well, you know, and even if they're humble and they don't force you into it or say, call me this or do this or whatever, it's fine. But the honor should be there for the men and women of the gospel, especially those who honor kingdom and hold kingdom high and walk in integrity and character. But even if they don't, if God called them, it's not our place to judge them. It's not our place to forsake them. It's not our place to eat them up. We got to restore order to the kingdom and we've been out of order. And it's some of the reasons that kingdom can't work effectively and efficiently like it's supposed to, right? We don't want to submit to nobody. We don't want nobody telling us nothing. We don't want to um, yield to the Holy Spirit and nobody. We don't want to yield to what the prophet says. We rebellious and we got to come out of that because it's causing a glitch in the kingdom. Kingdom and we're not able to walk into the fullness. We don't want nobody saying nothing to us. We don't want nobody, even though they may just be speaking Bible, be speaking the word and speaking the truth. We've got to honor the men and women of God. We got to honor the men and women of God. We got to know at that and don't treat it haphazardly. Don't treat it haphazardly and pray for them in their gaps and pray for them in their mistakes and pray, pray for them. Um, let me get into today's word. I want to read Psalms 91 over us. You know, that's our, our shield. That's the way the Lord has been leading us to speak in this day, right? Like we, we, that these, this is how he leads us. So I'm getting ready to, I'm getting ready to read Psalms 91 and then I'm going to give you the word of God today. And I need you to know this, the reason, and this is important for you to understand, especially in the new year, as you're setting your new year's resolutions and you're talking about all your goals, especially for those of you that are business owners and all of this other stuff. If you don't understand your spiritual truths, I'm just being honest. If you don't understand your spiritual truths, and your spiritual blessings, it will be very difficult for you. It will be very difficult for you to um, be in a position or a situation um, in which you're able to advance. Um, and the reason why is because the enemy is going to apply pressure when he doesn't understand your spiritual truths, your spiritual blessings. So if you don't understand who you are in Christ Jesus, you don't understand your righteousness. You don't understand I'm chosen. You don't, you know what I'm saying? You don't understand you've been adopted. You don't understand today. We're going to talk about, I am a loved. If you don't understand these spiritual truths, then it's going to be very hard for you to advance and stay advancing because your spiritual truths, your spiritual blessings is what grounds you so that when the enemy comes in like the flood, the word becomes a standard. And anytime that we believe something that is less than a spiritual blessing or a spiritual truth, it means we're not grounded. And so I know that the Lord is giving us these spiritual freedoms in the beginning so that we can get grounded. 
so we can get grounded so that we can get grounded in what he says about us. Good morning, sir. He, and we will never be misled again. So let's read Psalms 91. And then I'm going to give you your spiritual truth for today, which is I am love. It says he who dwells in the shelter of the most high will remain secure and rest in the shadow of the almighty whose power no enemy can withstand. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust with great confidence confidence and whom I rely for he will save me from the trap of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover me and completely protect me with his pinions and under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a wall. You will not be afraid of the terror at night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor of the destruction, no sudden death that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall by your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but danger will not come near you for you will only be a spectator as you look on the, look on with your eyes and witness the divine repayment of the wicked. So the wicked going to get some payback, right? The wicked going to get some payback that you're not supposed to rejoice in it, but the wicked is going to get some payback as you watch safely from the shelter of the most high, because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high your dwelling. No evil will befall you nor will any plague come near your tent for he will command his angels in regard to you to protect, defend and guard you and all your ways of obedience and service. They will lift you up in your hands. So you will do, do not strike your foot against the stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot because he has set his love on me. Therefore I will save him. I will set him securely on high because he knows my name. He confidently trusts and relies on me. Lakeisha confidently trusts and relies on me knowing I will never abandon him. No, never. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him with a long life. I will satisfy him and let him see my salvation. So yeah, guard me, protect me. Oh Lord, that's good. Guard me. Oh God, protect me, protect me. Yes. You do need to forgive yourself. You do need to forgive yourself so that you can receive God's love for you. So let's get into our spiritual truth. And I need to back up a little bit because this is in Ephesians one in the fourth verse and it caught, and it caught my attention and, and it caught my attention. Right. And we talked about being, um, adopted. We talked about being chosen, right? And he endowed us, but there was something in here that caught my attention. And the thing that caught my attention was that we were blameless in love, that we were blameless in love. And I want to back up and talk about being in his love. That's what verse four is saying to us, that we are blameless in our, in his love. And I'm just going to be honest. And I'm going to talk to you what the, in his love means today. Most of us do not understand this kind of love. I'm just being real. Most of us do not understand this kind of love. And the reason that we don't understand this kind of love is because we've never, ever, ever really experienced it. And whether we knew, know it or not, a lot of God's demonstration of love comes through human contact, right? It does. It comes through human contact, but his in, in, inevitable ability to love us beyond what we can imagine or think is existed. And this is the thing that I need you to understand, right? 
is that this love is unconditional and you just need to receive it. You just need to receive it like you. This love is not going to equate. This love is not going to add up. This love, God's love for us is not going to make sense. It's not going to look like your parents love for you. It's not going to look like your spouse's love for you. It's not going to look like your friend's love for you. I think that is why the enemy attacks love so much because he does not want us to receive the reality and the truth of what love really is. So if he gives you a distorted or a perverse love, or he makes you think that love is just physical, or he makes you think that love is, um, and it is an action word. I'm not saying that, but he makes you, he perverts or skews what love looks like. And yep, agape love is the highest form of love that we're talking about. But most of us can't even receive and understand. We say agape love all the time. We will yell agape love all the time. We'll kick love out there and say, but we really don't understand it because most of us can't receive it because if we did, we wouldn't want anything else. If you knew the measure of God, how God loved you, you wouldn't accept any other kind of love in your, you wouldn't even want any other kind of love in your life. You wouldn't even give any other kind of love. Like you wouldn't even give any other, you wouldn't give it. It's not whether or not the other person is giving, you wouldn't give any other kind of love other than the unconditional love that God gave us. If we are to represent Christ, that is the level of love. You don't have to earn this love. You don't have to prove this love. You don't have to seek this love. You, you don't, you don't have to do this. This love comes because you accepted Jesus Christ. This love comes because of the adoption. This love comes because you are chosen, but because most of us are skewed in love, we don't underway understand the way of the father. And because we don't understand his way and his measure of love, then we don't know how to even receive that, right? God's love is steadfast and unchanging. God's love is revealed to us through Jesus Christ. God's love is poured out on us through the Holy Spirit. And God love, God's love command, compels us to love one another. When you are so full of God's love, you don't have, um, you don't have skepticism about loving other people because God's love, you're full of God. Like you have no fear. Something I confess over myself all the time is God's, um, I have, I can love freely because I have no reject, no fear of rejection. I don't, and, and this hasn't always been my story. I don't fear rejection or being hurt. So I can give you love because you can't reject me or hurt me because the measure of God's love in me is greater. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world, right? And so if you're in the world or you're carnal or you're flesh, his love that abides and abounds in me is greater than your rejection or greater than the fact that you receive me. There are people that I love on all the time and they don't necessarily love on me back. But I have no fear to love them because I know for a fact that every time I plant a seed of love that it's doing something in them. Like I know. And so many of us doubt God's love because 
of the jacked up, broken relationships we have of others. We have for others, like we have for others, we, we have our, and, and our own bad choices because we've had bad choices, right? We've made bad choices. We've loved the wrong people. And because we've had those broken moments, the enemy uses that to, for us to doubt God's uncon unconditional love. And so we, we think we need to earn God's love by behaving or acting good enough. And God is like, you can never be good enough to receive how much I love you. You, you will never be good enough to receive how much I love you. Like you're not ever, ever going to be able to earn this. You're not. So you have to learn how to receive this. You got to learn how to accept the fact that God can love you broken. God can love you jacked up. God can love you in your sin. God can love you in your mess. That God loves you when the pressure is on, that God loves you when the stress is on. And a lot of times we won't receive that level of love because we don't understand that level of love. And we think God has abandoned us because people have abandoned us. And God is like, no, I have a covenant and steadfast love with those who love me and keep my commandments to a thousand of generations, like to a thousand of generations to a thousand of generations to a thousand Deuteronomy seven and nine. I got a steadfast love that comes and goes to a thousand of generations. And I'm not loving you based on you being perfect. You got to get out of this point system mentality of love. You got to get out of that, that we are not on a point point at point one. I went to church point one. I did no, you get out. You got to get out of this point system mentality. That is not how God loves us. God has been dealing with me about another level of love. He has been pricking my heart. He has had his hands in my chest. Now, I remember when um, I remember this so clearly. And these were like the last few weeks in which my um, husband was making his transition to the Lord. And I remember Judah was laying up in the bed. And I remember I remember him looking at Judah and saying to him, and he used to say this to all his sons. He said, you know how much daddy loves you, right? You know, daddy loves you. You know how much daddy loves you. And Judah was like, yeah. And Judah got the least of my husband because the majority of Judah's life, my husband was sick. So Judah, Judah, from the time Judah was little, Judah didn't get a lot of him. He used to think the hospital was his office, right? But one day I was talking to Judah and I said to Judah, I said, what do you remember about daddy? And he said, I know he loved me. And, and I just was like, he said, I know, I know that 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 I know he loved me. And that is the revelation you have got to get about the father's love. You're, but you're going to have to receive. This is not a, you got to receive this by your spirit. You've got to understand God is not keeping up with my points that he is waved. What he is wipe my slate clean, right? And not walk away from the love he gives us. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish and have everlasting life. That's the beginning and the measurement of, of God's love. Like that's the measurement of God's love. And so we have to position ourselves to be able to receive his love. So it takes on many forms, 
right? It takes on many forms and you have to close your mind and begin to remember the acts and the ways that you've experienced God's love so that you don't doubt his love, right? God is love itself. Like it is, it's God, God wants the best for you. Um, God loves you simply because he loves you. You're not working for this affection. You don't have to self set yourself straight before God can pour out his love on you. And I've been a witness in that. I've been in a place where I've done absolutely something I have no business doing. I'm just going to be real. Like I know I done sin. I know I've messed up. I know I did something that was not pleasing to God and God will still show me love and someone will reach out or someone will text me or, and tell me, do you know how awesome you are? Do you know how powerful you are? Do you know how amazing you are? And I know in that moment that that's God saying to me, girl, yep, you messed up, but I love you. I know that's him saying it. You messed up. You messed up but I love you. And he always sends me confrontation of that love. And it's not a mental thing. It's hard to get around. But remember without faith, right? It's impossible to please God, right? This spiritual journey we are on is a journey of spirit, right? And so you've got to get an assurance of God's love or guess what? Your faith journey not going to last long. It's not. You've got to mentally begin to think of every moment when something even appeared for you supernaturally. Like when someone came and slid some money in your hands or someone baked you a meal or someone just sent you a text and said they were thinking about you or someone just called you and told you how beautiful you are or someone just said how smart you are or you got favor in a situation that you shouldn't have had favor in or perhaps you were going to court and you, you know, you did what you did, you know, you guilty, you know, you messed up, right? Or perhaps you did something, you know, you did what you did. You know, you did something you ain't had no business doing, <laughs> right? But you got favor in court anyway, like because you repented, you got favor in court anyway. That's God's love. Like he'll move mountains sees he's going to heal, heal broken hearts. He'll transform lives. He'll set you free. That's how great his love for you. And can I tell you something? Every time Jesus did something significant for someone in the Bible, they weren't always saved right now. That doesn't mean we got to take off. That doesn't mean we're supposed to live in sin. Sin separates us from God. Sin separates you from power. Sin separates you from the power of the Holy Spirit. Let me be real clear because the word is real clear in that. But his love and his mercy endureth forever. And so what you don't want to do is be in a situation where you can't receive the fact that God will love you unconditionally, even when you jacked up, even when you do stuff foolishly. I remember one night I was out late I do. I do not drink. I had not had anything to drink. I was out late, but I was out beyond the time God and I had told us, right? Told me I have to have a certain amount of sleep before the devotional, but I was out and I was, I was driving home and I was driving home and I fell asleep. I, I, and I ain't talking about like I was asleep. I was asleep. I woke up 
and I was on the other side of the road. And I'm not talking about on the other side of the road. Like I had went past a divided medium and I know it was nothing but the Holy spirit that woke me up. And I was like, Lord, this is your love, your unconditional love for me. Despite you told me get my butt in bed early, but I wanted to be just in my own zone. Despite you had warned me, make sure you go to bed on time. This was your love that surrounded me, that protect me, that woke me up, that flipped me around, that didn't let no traffic come and I could get my butt and I could be, this was your grace. This was your mercy, right? This was your, mer this was your mercy. And so you will not understand that's, those are the ways that he loves us. And the only way that we are able to receive this love is that we receive it by faith right? Because this type of love, once we receive it, it will begin to change us. It will begin to change us. It will begin to change us. Like it will begin to ch this love. Even when we break boundaries, even when we're doing things, this love, it's his love that transforms you. See, people will tell you to get yourself right first, right? Then you can understand his love. No, you need to receive his love right? I'm just telling you, you need to receive his love. Lord, I receive Jesus. Help me to receive God's love for me. It's his love that transforms you. It's his love that it's his love that transforms you. It's his love that transforms you. It's his love that transforms our selfishness and fear. You, it won't transform until you understand his love. It's not going to be moved until you understand his love. The selfishness in our heart is because we don't understand his love. So you have to learn to receive his love by faith. When Jesus healed people or set people free, he would see, he would say, now go be free and sin no more. He didn't tell them repent of their sins first. That ain't what he said. He didn't say repent of your sins. He said, you are healed. You are free. Now don't go sin anymore. He didn't put a condition on his love and we condition God in our lives all the time. And we're not able to receive his love. God is not an angry task taskmaster who only shows you affection or love when you succeed. That's not who God is. So when people conditionally love you, that's man-made. When people who love you based on only if you're acting right or you said the right thing, that's man-made. That is not God's love. And I'm here to tell you today that you're going to have to, you got to get the scriptures that remind you and meditate on God's love and receive it by faith because there's an insurmountable amount of love that God wants to give you. And he's been demonstrating it to you. You just didn't realize his, his love comes with no condition and no clauses. Anytime I'm in a relationship with someone and they start clausing me or conditioning me or saying, I'm like, this is, this is not love. This is not love. Love transforms. Love transforms. And it's not based on you being right. Love transforms because that's what love was caused to do. First Corinthians 13, 13. And I'm going to read this over you. It says, and now these three remain faith and hope and love. But the greatest of these is love. 
First John three and one, see what great love the father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is they did not know him. My God, the first John four and seven, dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. So anytime we find ourselves outside of love, right? We're outside the will of God. First John four and eight, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. God is love. God is a spirit. Love is a spirit. <laughs> and they that worship him will worship him in spirit and truth. First John four and 16. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God is in them. <laughs> But the only way we can receive this is that we understand the power of God's love. It's his love transforming you. You're not transforming himself. But the more you understand his love, his love will begin to transform you. And you'll begin to understand how precious you are. And you'll begin to understand that you're adopted. And you'll begin to understand you're forgiven. And when you can get this for yourself, guess what's going to happen? Then you're going to be able to give this to others. When you get this for yourself, then you're going to be able to give this to others and you're going to be able to love without the fear of reject or rejection of, of getting hurt. I when I tell you, I love you. Like I really love you. I want to give you this because God showed me this differently. First Corinthians 13, four and eight. We think that this is just us. Um, this is just how we're supposed to love. But what God is showing us is the very character of Jesus. And if we are going to be transformed into the image of Christ and people are going to be able to experience love in us, then love is patient and it's kind. It's not jealous. It's not boastful. It's not proud. It's not rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. It keeps no records of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never, ever gives up, never loses faith is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love lasts forever. He says, now our knowledge is in part and incomplete, right? Because we see things in part and incomplete, we don't understand and have never received this level of love. God is like, I love you patiently. God is like, I love you kind. God is like, I'm not jealous, boastful, or proud, or rude. God is not, I'm not going to demand my own way. God will love you and wait on you. God will love you and wait on you. God will love you, sit back and wait on you. God will love you and sit back and wait. No, he keeps no records of wrong, right? He's not going to demand his way. He's not going to bully you into a relationship. He'll love you and sit back and wait on you. He'll send little love notes to you. He'll pay your bills when you didn't even think he was going to pay your bills right? He'll provide for you. He'll protect you. That's why, like, that's why sometimes it's hard for us to concede that he wants to bless us with material blessings. Cause we don't even understand the spiritual blessings of how much he loves us. So why would he withhold something good from you? Right? 
Love is not irritable. God is not going to be irritable with you. He's not going to keep no records of wrong. He's not going to rejoice when you do something bad. When you find people rejoicing like, oh, I see, I told you she wasn't perfect. That's not God's love. No, God, no, no love of God is going to rejoice when you mess up. He's going to cover you in his feathers. He's going to cover you in his wings, right? He never gives up. He never loses faith. He is always hopeful and he endures with you through every circumstance. And I know this is hard because most of us have never, people will tell you they love you at this capacity, but then when you make them mad or piss them off, they withdraw their love from you. All of us has experienced that. And for, and that's the way we think God is. And God is not. God is the measure of love. I just showed you God sacrificed his son for you. So you can be reconciled so that you can be adopted. And so that you could be loved beyond any human form of love. There is no human on this earth that will love you like God loves you. There, there's no, there's no human that people will tell you that. And then they will withdraw love from you. As soon as you make a mad, that is not God's love. God's love is continuous. It is never ending. It is always flowing. So let me tell you this, when you get connected to the relationships, because God sends his love through relationships. And there are people that he will bring into your life that will love you unconditionally. Don't take those relationships for granted. Do not take those people are not on assignment to hurt you. They are not on assignment to hurt you. God will send special people in your life to love you continuously to be in relationship and covenant. Do not take those relationships for granted. And it's hard sometimes and we'll be suspicious. Like what you want from me? They don't want absolutely anything from you. They don't that God just sent them in their life, your life. So you could experience the measure of love that he intended for you. For all my broken hearted women, receive that, meditate on that. For all my broken hearted men, receive that and meditate, meditate on that. Because if you don't understand that level of love, it's going to be hard for you to receive your next mate. If you're suspicious, it's going to be hard. If you, if you don't get that, you're not going to be able to receive what God has for you. Let's get out of here. I love y'all. I should have been gone. I hope you received that today. Just receive that by faith. Let me pray for you. Father God, we thank you. Jesus, help us to receive God's love for us. What manner of love is this, Lord God? We've never seen this love. We've never walked in this love. And today we want to be filled with this kind of love. We want to receive this kind of love. So thank you, Lord God, to help us receive this love by faith, Lord God. How much you love us. Now, Father God, I'm asking for your people. Show them your love today. Let them see a measure of your love. Open their eyes and their ears so that they can understand what your love really, really, really looks like and that they won't leave it and they won't forsake it. We thank you, Lord God. We will not abandon ourselves. We will not take ourselves away from your love. My God, I thank you for it. I thank you for loving the sinner. I thank you for grace and mercy. I receive that love today and I hope you receive his love today. You're going to have to receive it by faith. You're going to have to go to every scripture and say, I'm loved. I'm loved. I'm loved. And God loves me unconditionally. And he loved me through Jesus. And it's not based on a point system. I'll never do enough to receive God's love and ask him to show you love through other people and then receive that love through other people. Don't be so protective of your space that you can't receive the fullness of God's love through someone else. I promise you, if you ask him to give you eyes to see 
and ears to hear what real love looks like, God will demonstrate it to you as soon as you get out your own way. I love you so much. I love you so, so much. But guess what? God loves you more. Now, if there's anybody on here that has not received Christ as Lord and Savior, guess what? We don't want you missing out on this. <laughs> we want you to get this. He loves the sinner. He loves the backslider. We want you to get this right now. I feel like I need to have everybody stand up, right? I need you, I need you to confess this, right? Confess your sins. Father God, in the name of Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. And then, Lord God, I'm inviting you to come into my life, right? Come into my life and take it over, Lord God. And then ask the Holy Spirit to help you so that you can walk into the fullness of this love that God is calling you to. Remember, it's not a point system. Remember, it's not based on merit. Remember, you don't have to prove yourself to receive God's love. And remember, his love is not man's love. It's not going to be withdrawn from you just because you messed up. We are the ones that withdraw from him. We withdraw from him. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. I'll see y'all back here. Hey, ladies, Bible study is tonight. Our books are not here yet. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm going to get on this book situation, but I promise you God has a word for you tonight. So Bible study, we fellowship 530 to 6 prayer from 6 to 6.30, and then we're getting in the Word. Guess what? If you're not in the state, you can get it online. So just get connected. Lakeisha M. Johnson is the website. No, I love you, Angela Moss. William, I love all of y'all. I can't wait to see what God does us it does for us in this season because we're... Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.